So, I did an interesting Gemara today with Rabbi Zimmer in Tainus Chaf Aleph Amid Beis, 21b. It's the fifth wide line. And this is an interesting story. It's a story. It says in Surah, there was this, this uh, country, city, whatever, Surah, then had a dever, had a plague. And but in the community of Rav, Rav lived in Surah, but he in his like sub community, his neighborhood, there wasn't somehow the plague didn't spread to Rav's community. So again, the whole Surah was like there was this plague, but it wasn't in Rav's community. So it'd be like, I don't know, in New York City, there was a plague, but in Farakway, it didn't hit something like that. Rav's community didn't hit. So, Savrumine, so they thought, the people in the town thought, Misham is Chusi the Rav, the Nafesh. So they thought Rav has a big, big Zechos. He's a big Tzadik. And they thought it was because of Rav Zechos that Hashem was like protecting them, protecting his neighborhood, that they didn't get the plague. So, Ischazi Lehu Bechelma, so they, they saw the following in a dream, which is kind of funny. You don't usually think of a dream happening to people. But the people who thought that it was Rav Zechos, they had a dream. And what did the dream tell them? Rav de Nefisha Zechusa Tuva. It says Rav has too much of a Zechos. Okay, for that type of a thing. Rav. This is too too small of a thing for Rav. Rashi says, Nesa Katanhu, if you could do this, Rav. This Nes is too small for Rav. Rav is so great. He gets bigger nisan than that. This is too small of a nase for Rav. What then? Rather, it's, the nase is happening because, or this is because of a person. There's a guy in the town who used to lend out his um, shovel and to people to help them when they had to bury their dead. Rashi explains that there was a guy in this town who would lend out his thing, and because of the zechus that he let people bury, so they gave him that his neighborhood, I guess, didn't have a lot of burials. Right? And it was because he was a in terms of helping people bury their dad. So therefore, his neighborhood didn't have dad at the plague. And it was Midah So it wasn't, this, it wasn't because of the Rav. Rav is so big of a tzaddik. His chusim are so great. They don't get this type of miracle. He gets bigger miracles than that. Rather, this is for a small guy. Malchah said, who lent out his shovel to help people vary, and this was just for that. Okay, so this is hard to understand. Before we analyze it, let's say there's another story. It's almost the same story with Ravuna. So it says, in the town of Drokores, there was a fire, but the fire didn't spread to the neighborhood of Ravuna. Okay, so the people thought the reason why is because this is Ravuna, because he's a great person. But they, they had a dream that this miracle is too small for Ravuna. But rather, the reason why this town didn't have a fire was because there was a woman in that town who lit up her fire, and uh, her, her like oven, and she lent it to her friends, her neighbors. She let her neighbors use it. right? And she did this chasad. Right? But because of her zechus, that she let her friends use her oven after she fired it up, with her own wood, therefore they gave her the schar, like I guess it's a midah k'negamidah, right? Okay. So, the question in both of these is like, what does that mean, Rav's schar was too big? I mean, 
if he had, if he deserved the bigger star, so then what? He's not going to get the smaller star. I mean, let him get the small star, right? Included in the big star is also the little thing. So let's say this woman or this Balchasa didn't exist, then Rav said he would have been killed. Why? Because Rav was too big of a tzaddik, and he only gets bigger miracles and not smaller miracles. Like, well, that doesn't seem fair. I mean, whatever. Let him use part of his big schlusim for the smaller miracle. It's hard to understand. And why is it? So small, I mean, you're saving his city from getting a plague, from getting a fire. That's not a big schloss. That seems to be a pretty big schloss. The whole thing is hard to understand. So, and it's funny, the music is also funny because she let people use her fire, therefore the fire didn't get to her city, or because they let people use his shovel to bury the dead, therefore the burials didn't come to his city. And there's something funny about it altogether. Okay, so we wanted to say, so if you want to pause, this is a good place to pause the recording and think about this. If you want to look at it, so we wanted to say as follows. This is largely Rabbi Zimmer's shot. And that is that the zuchos would mean it's like a nace, as Rashi says. It's like it was a big nace. This would be like, this nace would be too too small for us. What mean is, like, Anais is basically saying, is like, look, the plague is coming to that town. The fire is coming to that town. And naturally, it should happen. And Hashem intervenes in the natural law in order to protect Rav's town or Ravuna's town. And that's a big deal. Because, like, generally, like, the one says, It doesn't normally go. I mean, a fire is a fire. It consumes everything. And the plague is a plague. It doesn't usually just stop like that. I mean, if it's Ryan, if it's that was a big deal. But that's like a major intervention in laws of nature. And someone like Rav, in theory, could would warrant something like that. Right? That's, what they, that's what they thought. Right? How else did this happen? But the Maskana, in the dream, they realized that there's a, there's a better, easier, less miraculous explanation for this. And that which doesn't necessarily warrant someone like Rav. And that is Alpiteva there the these Bale Chesed would result in this type of Yeshua. And I think the idea is is like Chesed often brings with it peripheral benefits. If you have a city which is run by Chesed, it just makes everything better for everybody. For example, I don't know, like Satmar or Billy Bali Chesed, and they set up like Bikr Cholim and hospitals and doctors and all that. And because of that, people who are affiliated with them live longer because they got bigger doctors and there's a whole, you know, they have better care in the hospital and all that. And like when you have a, a network of Chesed, it, it just creates better conditions for living for everybody and it has benefits. People might live longer because of Chesed, but not necessarily because there's a miraculous salvation that happens just through the natural consequences of Chesed. Mil Chesedim just has, carries with it. Like everyone has benefits because you're in a town where people are going to Chesed to one another. And that's, so, so what I mean, let's take this example. So like, look, there's a plague. And the plagues are often spread. Our plague spread, so they spread and they pass and they pass and they pass. But one of the ways they spread is through death, through dead bodies. 
And if you have dead bodies who you don't bury, so bodies, let's say, have a plague, let's say a black plague, things like that, and now you have um, the bodies are unburied and the bacteria or whatever it is is in the bodies and it spreads, it's in the air and people go near them and whatever. And the good way to help the stopping the spread of the plague is to bury people, to bury people quickly, get them underground and get the germs out of the way. The problem is, is people can't always afford shovels and not everyone's able to bury their dead. Right? And imagine your time, it's a poor time and there's a plague going around. And not everyone has the money to be able to bury the dead. So what's going to happen? So you're going to end up having a lot of bodies which aren't going to get buried. And those bodies are going to spread disease. And it's going to pass from that, you know, from home person to person, from home to home, from neighborhood to neighborhood, throughout the whole city. But if you have a city which has this Baal Chasad, and he has like a, a shovel gemach, so to speak, and basically anyone in the city who doesn't have a shovel, he lets you use the shovel. So now it's going to turn out that everyone in this city is going to be buried, right? And now you're not going to, that's going to highly prevent the spread of the disease because anyone who gets the disease is going to be quickly buried and they'll be out of, and put out of, uh, you know, put out of uh, the air, the open air, and it'll cause the lot to not to spread. Or similarly, similarly, in the city of the fire. So imagine you have this, you have fires. And let's say it's a, it sounds like a fire is spreading. It's like forest fires, that kind of thing. So if you know, like when you have forest fires in California or wherever, maybe you've been uh, camping. Remember I was once or twice camping, and they said, sorry, you can't do the forest fires. I'm sorry, you can't make a campfire. Because there's forest fires in the region, it's hot, it's dry, it hasn't rained in a while, there's a risk of forest fires, you're not allowed to make campfires. And the point is, in time of drought, fires are dangerous. And the more fires you have, the more likely you're going to end up Someone, someone fire is going to get out of control and it's going to cause uh, things to spread. So this seems to be, it was like, must have been a time of drought, a time where things were um, dried out. And there were fires spreading all over the place in this town, in this, in this country, or whatever, in the city. And if you have uh, in a city, for example, if you have a city which has uh, or a neighborhood where everybody's lighting fires, well, then you're going to have a lot of possibilities or potentialities for one fire to get out of control. On the other hand, if you've got a centralized fire, imagine you have a neighborhood which basically has one fire or very few fires, then and everyone's crowded around those small fi- those fires, then there can be for less fires around to be able to get out of hole, out of control. And those few fires or one fire is going to be watched. People are going to be around there and making sure it doesn't get out of control. So in a normal city, though, if you don't have chesed, so then everyone's going to have to make their own fire. Because how how you else you know cook your stuff? You need to make a fire, so you can have a lot of fires. Well, it's it's that's very dangerous for fire fires for things to spread. But in this city, there's this Balschasid woman who basically lit her own fire, and she let everyone else use her fire. So now it turns out in that neighborhood there was a, there was like one fire, and it was watched and it was controlled, and people used it. I don't know if it was the only one, but it was much less than in other neighborhoods. And that's the chesed, and that chesed ended up enabling like a more efficient and more safe usage of fire. And it could be that is what protected them, just al pitava. The point is it's showing you that there's there's like benefits of chesed in the very framework, and like amida amida. If you're kind with fire and you're chesed, by chesed of fire, then you'll end up benefiting that the fire will be less deadly to you. If you're kind with your kvura and you bury your mason, then you're going to end up 
be having less mason because you're not going to have exposed mason and it's going to end up preventing that. And there's like, it could be as is like a midik. And we normally think of midik and as like, like a supernatural punishment or reward that Hashem does, you know, intervenes. But a lot of Maisei Hashem are the primary way, I think, that Hashem rewards the tzaddikim. It's like a mild says like this. But the primary way is that Hashem rewards tzaddikim and punishes Hashem is built into the laws of nature themselves. The Torah, he gave us a Torah and he gave us the good of the good life that a person who lives life in tzaddikim will naturally, in general, be happy and a person who lives life in tzaddikim will generally be unhappy. And that's like built into Tava. Now it's true, Hashem sometimes intervenes when it's not working out that way. But generally, that's the darach is that his Harva Onish is built into Tava. And since part of the, one of the Durachim of Harva Onish is Midah Kanegamida, so I think that's also, it's reasonable to say, that's also built into the Tava. For example, if a person is um, stingy with his money and he's always cheating other people and all that, then he'll end up losing his money because everyone, people with time, like Mishlei type of thing, ultimately at the time, people will end up, uh, you know, cheating on him and uh, taking his money and will end up losing his money. If a person is like, uh, I don't know, let's say Baltaifa, he eats a lot, then he's often going to have stomach problems or, you know, and that's like built into Teva that in the country a person is humble and he's kind to other people, then people will be kind to him. And that's just like a Mida Kanegamida, but it's a Mida Kanegamida built into Tava. So it could be this one. It's saying Mida Kanegamida here. It's saying is you don't need to explain why these cities didn't get the plague and the fires. You don't need to um, to invoke a miraculous intervention because of the massive schus of Rav or of Huna to stop the Mashlis. But rather, it could be explained by a smaller zuchos, simply by the mida kenegmida, the natural benefits which accrue to people who follow, who build a society, who lives in line with the principles of chesed. And it's not it's not necessary to say to, to attribute it to anything more than just a, a society of chesed. Again, like if you saw that in the Jewish community, like I don't know, people let's say Philip Islam or whatever Jewish community, everyone I think you know like is access to the chesed that they do. If you'd find that people live longer, you say, it's not necessarily because there's a miracle that Hashem's doing it, but it's like because the chesed of the summer, so let's say, uh, leads to people having access to the best doctors and uh, good situation setups in hospitals, and therefore we live longer because of the chesed, which is uh, being done, and it's a natural consequence of the chesed. So it's like, well, it's true that Hashem does reward and punish like in this supernatural way, and it's important to remember that. At the same time, it's also important to realize how Hashem gave us a beautiful Torah, which has mitzvos, and the mitzvos have benefits, and it's, it's important to appreciate the natural benefits which are built into the system of Torah itself, which aren't as miraculous, but at the same time, it, it allows us to appreciate the benefits of chesed and Torah mitzvos. Okay, so that's an interesting point. If anyone has any questions, comments, anything like that, I'd love to hear them. Okay.